<clears throat> cool. We're on recording. We're live to go. Excellent. Right. Thank you, everyone, for attending the How to Achieve Inbox Zero uh, with Gmail. Um, I'm uh, Abid Patel. Uh, I've just put my intro into the uh, into the chat. So please, um, uh, please introduce yourselves. Um, if you're if you're new, tell us about your uh, whether you're an innovator, trainer, or if you're new to G Suite. Um, and then feel free to ask um, any questions. There's loads of um, innovators and trainers on the call who will be will be more than happy to uh, to chip into anything um, and add anything that um, Hami and I wanna wanna say. Um, and also feel free um, to if you, if you've got something pressing to uh, to just jump in. Um, like I said, I'm Abid Patel. I'm an IT director and a digital transformation strategist from um, London. I've been uh, working in IT for over 15 years now, um, five years as a, as a senior leader um, in a multi-academy trust of schools. Um, we started our G Suite journey back in 2017 and heavily using it across our trust now. Um, Amit, do you want to take it away? Yeah. Thanks, Avid. Hi, everyone. It's uh, my name's Hamid Sahota. It's a pleasure to be running this virtual training. I was tagged in a convo um, earlier this week, a few days later, and uh, this training has now been set up thanks to Stephanie Howell, who I've never met prior to um, this meeting today. So thanks for that. Um, myself and Avid will tag team to show you a few tips to achieve inbox zero. Um, we aim to show all features that we feel are relevant to achieve zero inbox. This may include a few features that you're already familiar with, but we'll try and go at a brisk pace as this is being recorded, thanks to Rachel Kotop. Um, and feel free to ask questions in the chat as we go along. Um, I did introduce myself in, in the chat, but um, I'm a senior leader uh, for nine years and also a trainer and speaker and also in a Google reference school. So I think um, we'll, we'll, we'll get started. So the aim today is to achieve inbox zero. And the themes we're going to try and cover are increase the speed of response, get more organized, and prioritize your emails. And you'll see there, there's some features listed below that we will be covering during session. So I will hand over to Avid, who will talk about Smart Compose. Within, within Gmail, um, most uh, Gmail accounts, personal Gmail accounts and G Suite accounts have it um, fully uh, uh, enabled now by, by default. And as you can, as you can see, it's, it's pretty much a case of uh, machine learning where basically the, uh, as you type, uh, as you type your email, um, it will uh, automatically suggest uh, new, um, and finish your finishes your sentences for you. Um, it's it's really intuitive, and the artificial intelligence in Gmail behind controls uh, learns as as you go along. Um, I'll quickly demo it um, very very quickly. If you haven't got it switched on, um, it's a case of simply going to the settings, and there's an option uh, right here at the bottom that says Smart Compose. Uh, writing suggestions on. There's also an option here for Smart Compose personalization, uh, and that is the bit uh, behind the artificial intelligence that allows it to uh, learn 
from from what you are what you are typing and how you type. Uh, basically, it's simply a case of opening a new message. And obviously, I want to send one to Harmi and say this is a test message. You'll see as I type in hi, it suggests Harmi. I simply have to press the tab button, and uh, it fills out the sentence. And the, I can say. Um, for example, good to hear from you, uh, and then finish off the message. Uh, it's quite quite simple and self-explanatory. As you as you type more and more, it learns from you, uh, and, and it's really really useful for um, uh, helping you to uh, be more productive. Hamid, do you want to talk okay. about labels? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, Abid. So moving on to um, labels, should be coming up on your screen. So um, I've, I've got a lot of emails here, and um, I don't know, you, you mentioned before, Leslie, that, that you like shopping or you were going shopping, so you might be inundated from um, email spam, shopping offers. So what you might want to do, first of all, is consider creating a label. So at the bottom, if I just scroll down here. Oh, oh, am I not on? Sorry, just bear with me. Let's go again. Just give me a technical error. Let's try again. Are we on? No, not yet. Uh, I think it's getting there. Any joy yet? No. Do you want me to uh, present it? You can. It's, uh, yeah, you, you go for it. I'm going to come in and out of this just to join back in. Yeah. You go for it, Abid. No problem. Can everyone see my screen? Cool. Right. Okay. So uh, labels. Um, so basically, if I show you my uh, messy inbox that I've got here, you can see I've got lots of emails from uh, Stephanie, um, and I've got some emails from from Harmi as well. So what I want to do is I want to create um, a label. Now, for those of you who might be familiar with Outlook. Um, Labels are basically uh, Gmail's version of, of what Outlook calls folders. Uh, the advantage of labels over folders, um, uh, I personally think, is where you can assign a label to, uh, or you can assign multiple labels to um, uh, a, a message, whereas in Outlook, moving an email to a folder actually physically moves that email to, uh, to a particular folder. Uh, and then what happens is when when I assign something to a label, you can see here, um, it, this is where the labels show up. So I've got a label called Stephanie Howell, and I've got a label called Inbox. So when emails are in your inbox, they will be they'll be tagged with the inbox, and then you'll see where it's tagged with with um, uh, Stephanie Howell as well. If I want to create a label. Uh, simply put, I'll select an email that I want to label. So I always want to, any emails that I get from Harmi, I want to label them uh, as, as Harmi. And simply put, it's a case of creating a label here by pressing labels and then just call it Harmi. 
and I can create the label as new. I can choose to nest it under an existing label if I want, or I can just say I want it as a, as a new top level label and then click on create. As soon as that's created, you can see it's been um, assigned to Harmeet. If I want to um, get rid of it from the inbox, um, uh, so that it's it's gone from my inbox, and that that's one of the ways to to move towards inbox zero. I can simply archive it by pressing the archive button, or I can just remove the inbox label, and then and then you can see that message is no longer in the inbox. But I can easily find it just by clicking on on Harmit there. I can also say that any um, messages that um, I want from Harmit going forward. Um, to basically um, go straight into that inbox, in, into that label, um, and that's where filters come in. So you can see here, I can create a filter uh, relating to any uh, email that I've received. Um, we said CPD here, for example. If I receive an email about CPD, but I'll I'll choose um, Harmi for this option. And so basically, um, all I do is I say Harmi here, and then I can say. Uh, click on the three dots here, filter messages like this. And so it automatically says that when I receive an email from Harmeet, and you can see here, what Gmail likes to do is also pick up your Hangouts chats. If I don't want the chat messages, I just tick that box and say, don't include chats. And then I can create a filter. And so then I can say, uh, when this message arrives, um, and you can see this is similar to what Outlook calls rules. Um, uh, and that's how I can set a filter in, in Gmail. That's what Gmail calls it. I can say that I don't want it to ever uh, come into my inbox. I can mark it as red. I can star it, or I can apply the label. That's what I want to do here. So I'll choose a label, call it Harmeet. Um, I can say if I want to delete any email that Harmeet uh, sends me because I don't like him very much, I can delete him straight away. Uh, if his emails keep going to spam, I can tick the box to say never send it to spam, and you can see the options here. I can also say also apply the filter to the seven matching conversations, uh, the messages that is found. Click on create filter, and then you can see the filters created. And there you go. Um, anything from Harmi should appear there. And then I can also select all of those, and then I can remove the inbox label. Or uh, just um, uh, archive archive those messages, uh, and then basically they won't appear in the inbox anymore. And but they'll I'll be easy I'll be able to find them easily in the um, uh, in Harmeet's label. Moving on to prioritize your uh, your inbox. Um, snooze snooze isn't a feature that I used to use um, very much. Uh, but it's it's an amazing feature that really really helps you um, with with getting to inbox zero. Um, I'll switch to my work email here where I have actually gone inbox zero, and you can see um, uh, I've got everything pretty much labeled up. But there's options here where I've got snoozed. So I've got all of these messages that have come in over the course of the week. Uh, but I've been off work, uh, so I'm not attending to them at the moment. So what I've done is I've snoozed the messages. So if I show you um, what, how how you actually snooze a message, so I've got <clears throat> this message here from Louise, which is asking me to attend a Hangouts on Thursday. So I can simply go to snooze at the top here, and then I can select the date and time, 
and I can say that I want to be notified about it on Thursday at five o'clock in the evening. And then if, once I press save, you'll see that the email has disappeared from the inbox and it's gone into snoozed. And what will happen is when it comes to the 27th of February um, at five o'clock, the email will appear reappear at the top of my inbox as if it's a brand new email. Um, and, and it's really good um, for setting yourself personal reminders and where you don't need to have a calendar notification to say, oh, attend, uh, attend to this at this particular time. Uh, it's really good from that sense. And um, it's really helpful for getting rid of things that you don't have time to attend to now. Uh, you can see by default, it gives you some options here where it says send it tomorrow at 8 a.m. next week on Tuesday at 8 a.m. next weekend. but you can always select the option to select it whenever you want, and you can go from there. Hamid, do you want to try? Yeah, I'm, 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 let's try again. Obviously, I did that on purpose just so you could take over, Abid. Um, let, 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 let's see if I'm back in. Am I back on? Oh, it's not liking it at all. Hold on. Let's try. Getting an error, I'm afraid. Hold on. Let's try it one more time. I think we're getting there now. Yep, I can see you. Right, excellent. So, yeah, thanks for stepping in, Abby. Just one thing I was, I was going to mention, I mean, if, if you've got, say, a thousand emails, and you, you've already created a label. So for example, here with um, Strava, I could create a, a new one just called Strava here and just create it. And if I wanna search mail here and just put, I think it's no reply at strava.com um, and create filter, what you might also wanna do, I think you mentioned, but apply to matching messages. Um, it says create filter. So let's go back. So yeah, and what we what you might want to do is sorry, just before I do this, what I wanted to do is color code the Strava one so it stands out. So obviously Strava isn't one that you'd necessarily want to um, color code to stand out. If we go here, label color, I can make it blue. So when I go into my inbox, you can see there that it's blue there. So what might be more appropriate is something like CPD to stand out. If there's something that's more important, if you're getting 40, 50 emails a day. So if we go back to um, creating a label and if I was to color code it and do the same with CPD, then that would stand out. So when you're getting lots of emails, I, I find that really useful. But because you've covered that, I'll move swiftly on. And you, you, you've covered um, snooze sorry uh, which is my favorite one but i think one of the most underrated tools is google tasks um so if we go to tasks you'll see on the right hand side we've got calendar we've got keep we've got tasks here and if i go back into my email what i've got here is i've got an email here from avid which says useful website now i don't work with avid but let's just say i did um, and I was in his school on the right hand side. If I click get started, 
what I might want to do is create a new list. So I'll call it Avid and let's go done. And what I can do is just click on the three dots here, add to tasks, and then I would archive the message. Now that's visitors next week. And if I want to do the same here, I can add to tasks. If you like your shortcuts, Shift T does the same. So it's duplicated it there. And then I would archive these. So now that they've gone from here, if I'm meeting Abbott once a week, this is my um, basically my meeting agenda. So I've got the useful website. So I'm meeting Abbott next week. He comes to the meeting. I click on useful website. He says, check out this really useful website. And then we can go and have a discussion with this. So in terms of, of, of tasks, um, you can obviously add manual tasks. But I find it really useful. So we could obviously doing this now, but we could discuss inbox zero at, at our next meeting. Um, and you can, as I said, you can add tasks there. You can also create new lists. Um, we'll just call this London 19. You can have your own personal to do. So if there's there's a London 19 message there, again, I can add it to the task and I can archive the message. So that will help you um, again move emails from your inbox. But there's many ways you can use tasks. As I said, you can actually create your own. Just add all your to do lists. The other thing you can do if you want you can add a date and time as a reminder so let's put a um set the time tomorrow let's go for 8 a.m press okay um so i've set a reminder here if i go into my calendar we'll have to go to the next day and reminders should there should be one just say 8 a.m I think I did. Let's just, we'll just need to go back there. Monday 24th. That should have, let's just refresh that. Let's just, I'm trying to do this too quickly under pressure recording. So we'll just write test. I think you have to click your task on the calendar so it shows up. Oh, did I? Do you know what I did? Did I flag reminders? Oh, there Sorry. You. There we go. Absolutely. There we go. Thanks for chipping in there. Um, so, yeah, there I've got the task there. You can see 8 a.m. So also from moving your email into a task list, you can also move it onto your calendar and you can move all of that there. So I will. Is this back to you now, Abid? No, it's back to me with, with templates. So this is one of my other favorite features. So we'll go into the settings and what you've got is a range of advanced features got auto advance, custom keyboard shortcuts and templates. So it's enabled here. It's really important that's enabled first and then you need to save changes. Now, I thought this feature could be really useful if you find yourself writing the same email over and over again. So here's a CPD request from Avid. I'm in charge of staffing, so I get a lot of these. So what I might want to do is reply with um, 
hi. Um, yes, please fill out and cover request form. Help if I could type. And then we'll just put. Right now, in terms of making this into a template, if I click on the three dots in the bottom right, go to templates and let's save this as a new one and let's call it CPD request. And I save that. So let's just send that email to Avid, but let's just say if I get another CPD request, I can just quickly click on that and then the templates there and I can send that straight away. So what you want to think about is what emails what do you find yourself sending quite frequently another one might be to remind someone about a, a weekly meeting a duty or or anything you can think of really related to your role now that fits in with um, the theme at the start of increasing the speed of response with your templates right. I mean, there was a question from uh, Steph R um, about tasks and whether tasks could be shipped with multiple emails. Can tasks, sorry? Can tasks be shared with multiple emails? It's a good question. So what you can do on the app, so on the tasks app, if you download it on your phone, you can connect all of your um, Google accounts, and that will then enable you to see all the tasks at once. Does that answer your question? So you'd need the app to have all of them in one place, but as okay. it goes, I'm in, I'm in the app, right? So then, I, so then I need to connect it, and then I'd be able to see my tasks no matter which email I was in. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, a bit like your calendar. So you'd have mm -hmm. multiple accounts and see all, all your events and dates on, on one calendar. Thank Otherwise, you. this one, it, it's actually linked to my, um, this account, my Gmail account. Okay, right. Okay, so we've done templates and any questions on templates? Think if you find it next time you, you find yourself writing the same email another right back to you Abed. cool uh i'll now talk about schedule send so um coming back to the whole purpose of 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 this um session and it's all about um you know digital well-being uh and and the well-being that comes from uh inbox zero um and something that has been a focus at, at my school definitely has been you know trying to get people out of working uh, at crazy times in the morning but you know we're we're all sort of doing it people who know me know that i'm I, i'm a very 24 7 kind of guy uh, and what's really really useful um with gmail is the scheduled send option now the schedule send option um is is quite literally uh typing up an email and then you can schedule it to send at a, a later date um, so you don't have to send you set a reminder for yourself to remember to to send a particular email. You can um, you can choose a date and a time that you want that email to go to uh, to to go through. Um, 
there's a section in the menu on the uh, left-hand side called scheduled. So you can see here that I've scheduled a uh, a email already to Harmi and said this one's scheduled to go out at 8:45, um, and basically uh, that's what a sh scheduled email will just stay here, kind of like what Outlook would do when you send an email that goes into your Outbox. This is like an Outbox that basically the email will stay there. If I decide that um, I really shouldn't have said that, then I can always say cancel that send and it won't be sent out. And to, sh uh, to actually schedule it, go to compose, to, um, I'll say, uh, to Harmi, and I'll say uh, this one will go out at 9 p.m. And then I can simply go to send, schedule send, and then say tonight at 9 p.m. and click on schedule send. And then you'll see here the, uh, the, the, the message is now scheduled for 9 p.m. If I go into my scheduled, you can see here this one's going out at 9 p.m. You can see I forgot to put a mess uh, a subject so I can cancel the send and it'll go back into my drafts and then I can add the subject and say 9 p.m. And then I can select to schedule that send again. And there you go, it's back in the schedule send. So it's really useful from a uh, it's really useful from a, a, a well-being perspective, but also not having to um, interrupt some of your colleagues. Um, if you're working out of hours, um, you can uh, make sure that emails are received to them during their working hours, um, which which is which is really good for uh, for well-being and ensuring that you know people are getting their downtime. Any questions on schedule send? Cool. Hami, over to you. Okay. Right. So, yeah, schedule send is, is amazing. Um, so last year when I was um, organising exams, I sent out the schedule, 20 emails, um, you know, two weeks in advance of the, the actual exams that went through. And also in terms of this, this email, um, Abby did send one before, I think I've archived it now, about visitors. Um, and just reminding people what they need to do on the day of something. So um, if you find yourself emailing yourself, you'll, you'll never need to do that if you use Schedule Send now. Um, so moving on to shortcuts, um, if we go to um, the settings and you have to click on Advanced and you need to enable the custom keyboard shortcuts and... Um, I mean, is it still not? No. Okay. Hold on. Does it come back? Yeah, we're good now. Okay, right. So here's some really, really basic shortcuts. When you get an email, press R and that will reply, press A, reply all, F would be forward. So let, let's put that, let's try that. So Avid has emailed me and I press R and there we go. Um, I can write thanks and then 
send that. Now, uh, in terms of a forward, I just press F and instantly you come forward. But what you can do, and this is really cool, if I go back to this email and actually do an uppercase R, it pops it out in a new window. So that, that, that's a pretty neat feature. And what you can do is you can set all your custom keyboard shortcuts. So if I go to the settings, click on advanced and enable custom keyboard shortcuts, which it is already, you'd save the changes. You go, then what you have is this um, tab here, keyboard shortcuts. You can see here, you've got compose, which is C, D, and these are all set. And um, these are the default um, keyboard shortcuts. But what you can actually do is modify these. So if I wanted to change this to, I don't know, maybe I could, I'm not going to, I'll, I'll save it back to, to see, but that's for you to, to set up exactly as you want, um, which once again, that's really useful if you like your shortcuts and it can save a lot of time. I find it quite frustrating when you get an email and you've scrolled to the right, to the bottom, to the left. You know, if you just press R, you can reply there and then. Um, any questions on shortcuts? No. So if, if you think about getting an, uh, receiving an email, um, you can reply, put a template in and schedule send all in, in one hit. You know, you can save a lot of time in, in terms of um, sending a response. So I think we've covered a few areas there in terms of increasing the speed and getting organized with your emails. Um, there's a couple of other tips and tricks that have, have recently been released on um, Gmail, which you might find useful in, in your settings. So confidentiality, um, if I compose an email and click on the three dots, you can turn confidential mode on or off. And you can also set an expiry, whether it be a day, a week, a month. You can also generate a SMS passcode um, if you want someone to go for an extra layer of security there. Um, so if we just do expires in one day, um, you'll see it turns blue now. It tells you when the content expires. Um, and I'll just put test. But, you know, where would you use this? Perhaps if you've got a safeguarding or child protection issue where, where you know, it, you don't want the recipient to forward copy or print or download the email. So you can set all of that up as well. If I send that, um, and it does appear slightly different um, on your screen. Well, Abid, as, as you receive it, I don't know if you want to show how it is as, as the- I've Sorry? I've just sent one to you if you want to show it. Oh, okay, brilliant. And it says there, this is very confident. Well, that's what Abid wrote. But you can see here content expires and at the top you can see here it says this message was sent in confidential mode So that's um, a feature that's relatively new that could be handy for you um the other feature that i was going to mention is forward and attachment for those that are moving across from outlook and like some of the, the features that outlook has um let's say this scheduling an email i can just click on Orders and attachment, and that email is now here at the bottom, and I can send that to whoever I want. And it's as simple as that, just forwarding an email. Um, if we actually go back to the slide, 
you'll see a um it's just loading now you'll see there's an animation which demonstrates how you can do it with um, more than one so you can select two or three at once um, and you can also drag them into an email and that's how you can forward multiple emails in one go so that's another feature that's um quite new um moving on to start and i'll hand back over to you abid cool thanks um just share my screen outlook um start is like email's version of of uh flags um that you would get in outlook and simply put it's for where you want to um uh, keep your important emails um in in a particular place where um they might not necessarily be per uh, the perfect place for snooze or or you want to keep them somewhere where you can have quick quick sort of access to them. Um, so here you'll see on the left hand side uh you've got the the start option there and so basically any emails that to start an email you simply have the star option here so i can start an email from harmy and you'll see it'll appear in starred over there you can also um select the option to to star or remove star you can actually um uh, click through uh stars and set different colors uh, and there's also a few different icons as well uh, in order to do that, you would simply go into the settings and then settings here. And then at the top um, in the settings, you've got the star options here. Uh, and you'll see normally um, if you've not played with star before, it'll only be set to one star. You can select to have four stars or you can select to have all, all the stars available to you. And then you can just, as you save it, you just go back to your um, inbox and then you just literally click through all of the star options there to set what what sort of um, icon you want so that you can see whether things are uh, uh, whether things are starred in a particular way or not. Something that's uh, I find really useful. So, for example, um, I go to a lot of conferences. If I get a uh, if, if I get an, an email saying here are your tickets for the conference in in June, um, I. I can start that email and and basically um when i need to print out the tickets um i can simply go into the start section and then you can go here um and you can quickly find what you need to find um in, in the start uh moving on to preview pane so again this is something that um is 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 nice um for those who are familiar with outlook um coming from outlook so you can see when you log into gmail for the first time this is kind of how your um screen will appear um and all you'll see is the all you'll see is is the uh person who's sent the email and, and a brief sort of summary of the email uh in order to um make it look more like outlook um which is usually a, a feature that most people who are new to gmail um re uh, request uh, simply put, you just have to go to uh, settings, and then in the advanced section, here you'll see preview pane. Once you enable that in the preview pane, uh, and then save, you'll get the option here in Gmail uh, to toggle between the different modes. So you've got here, which uh, this is this is the mode where um, it's horizontal, 
the horizontal split and you've also got the vertical split if you want to be able to um sorry, the horizontal that's the vertical and this is the horizontal split where you can see your emails at the bottom or you can go for the vertical split where you can see your emails on the side there's also a setting in the um settings here under general and then under preview pane and then you can say that once an email has been viewed in the preview pane you can mark it as read immediately after one second after three seconds 20 or never if you select it to never then when you change to uh, an email um, it won't mark that as read in order to mark it as read or unread you can simply click on the option here uh, mark as read and mark as unread um, what I've also noticed is when Harmit was doing his presentation, these um, things weren't appearing as labels. He's got them set to icons. Uh, and I know that in, in a previous training session that I delivered, someone was saying, oh, uh, I don't like the fact that I can't see what these things do. Um, there's an option here in the settings. Uh, it is button labels. Uh, and then you can select either icons or you can select text. I change that to icons and then click on save. You'll see it goes back to icons. And then to switch back, I can simply go over to settings, change the button label to text, click on save. And you'll see now back in text format. Again, it comes down to your per per personal preference. Uh, I prefer it to be um, uh, text, but it, it, it's up to you what you what you feel comfortable with. Over to you, Ami. Okay, right, just coming back. Okay, we should be back. Got my screen? Am I back on? Yep, we can see you. Great. Okay. So just to just just to sum up, we've got this CPD request here from from Avid. So if I click on the email, I can press R, reply, have my template, CPD request done schedule send i don't want to send it to him now because it's out of hours tomorrow 8 a.m done so in two three clicks use it combining everything your shortcut your um schedule send and and your template that just shows how you can combine everything in one go and when you are actually working like that it really really does save a lot of time and help you achieve inbox zero so moving on what you have got, there's lots of settings here. Now we're not going to go through every single one, but there's one here that is, is worth noting if you um, haven't seen it before. There's undo send here, which is five seconds. Um, if I always set it to 30 seconds, because I'm prone to doing typos when I'm trying to type quite quickly. Um, there's lots and lots of other settings as well. But if I just show you undo send quickly, Save changes. So let's just say I am 
PC has just gone a bit slow. Let's maybe just reply on this. Right, whilst that is, right, it's coming back now. Right, so if I'm responding to Avid, and I'm just writing, hey Avid, um, good to hear from you. See, I'm using the Smart Compose. And I'll just leave it at that. And if I hit send, you'll see that there was a capital A, uh, A, B in there. And you can see here the message set, it says undo. So I've got 30 seconds. I've probably got about 20 seconds left. So notice now I've realized I've sent it too quick. I forgot something. I click on undo and sending undone and it's back. That has saved me a lot of times when I have potentially emailed the wrong person, um, if I have put a typo in or not finished the content of the email. Um, but yeah, it, it's worth setting your undo send to 30 seconds if you're anything like me. Um, otherwise, you know, leave it as as 50, uh, five seconds. Uh, but going back to the advanced, there's lots of things here. Auto advance, um, we've, we've covered custom keyboard shortcuts, templates and, and other things. And what you do find is that new features um, appear quite often. So it is worth just experimenting with a few things. Now, I've also put here search. Now, Avid was, was talking about um, stars. Now, if we've got here, if I, I've, I've got a yellow star, pretty sure you can search for a yellow star as well. Here it says has yellow bang, but you can actually put yellow star as well. So if you want to search for emails that are starred as well, that, that that's quite handy as well. Um, and yeah, there's other features there, which we're not going to go through today, but it is worth you experimenting with. So hopefully um, we have covered an, a number of the, the three themes that we set out to which was increasing the speed of responses through smart composing, smart reply, templates and shortcuts. Um, you can see yourself getting more organized by scheduling set, using schedule send, labels, filters, and tasks. I've mentioned Google Keep there. We haven't covered it today. That's another way you can um, organize yourself. And then actually prioritizing your emails through snooze and filters. So in terms of the emails that you get here, um, you know, if you do use a filter and, and, and color code it, um, I've deleted those ones we had before, um, that will help you move steps towards achieving inbox zero. Um, so inbox zero equals teacher wellbeing. Um, instead of you snooze, you lose. I think if you snooze, you win. I couldn't live without um, snooze anymore. Um, create some filters and labels to organize and prioritize your emails. Use tasks to manage daily to-do lists and organize meetings. Use templates, responses to speed up your responses to emails. And use schedule send to ensure you're not forgetting it to send an email. Um, and I do believe work smarter, not harder, and improve your well-being. That's it from me. Avid, you got anything you want to add? Um, no. It's, uh basically simply put exactly what you uh, what you said um harmi i think um it it makes life so much easier um uh, there's a you know uh, i i started my 
inbox zero journey, shall we say, um, over the last week. Um, I had 15,000 emails in my um, in my work uh, inbox. Um, I'll share my my screen here, and basically, because um, we've been demoing it to inbox zero, but you can see here, um, I've actually had uh, an email pop in, uh, and I can see that this is all, all all something that's sorted, and it's so easy to just go through. Um, I love Abid. Sorry, just to interrupt that the email was GDPR and it came up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, and and uh, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because um, so those of us who are from uh, uh, the UK or Europe uh, and um, are, are bound by by GDPR, the undo send um, is a really really useful tool um, that that I would recommend um, if you're using Gmail for for all of your colleagues um, to use uh, because one of the one of the biggest things on on GDPR uh, breaches um, is when basically you've copied the wrong person into an email or you've sent it to the wrong person one thing that gmail doesn't do uh, that outlook does is um is is the recalling the messages and that doesn't really work that well in outlook um if the message has already been viewed because if a message has already been viewed then you can't recall that message but with gmail and undo send you've at least got the 30 seconds there to be able to uh to recall that uh, to recall that message uh, because it doesn't get sent out um uh, until that until that 30 second threshold has um uh, has expired and and like um leslie mentioned in the chat it's really useful for uh, being able to um uh, retrieve an email if you've forgotten to send uh, an attachment so um uh, that, that that's um that, that's a really handy tool that is there but what what's really handy is once you get through um uh, all of your previous messages and you've created all of your labels and you can instantly you know click on click on something so if i want to see something from this sales company i can see that all of my messages that i can go back through are are there with from that sales company um you know the 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 search feature in in gmail um like a like a, like a, a former colleague used to tell me uh believe it or not google are quite good at search and and it and it's really true for um for gmail as well you can really quickly and easily search for the emails that you need but what what's really handy especially for uh, for the uh, from the digital well-being side of things is it's so much easier to manage your emails uh, once you actually then achieve inbox zero because now i'm just looking at a a blank inbox now if i get an email i can attend to it straight away um whether that needs to be archived or whether it needs to be snoozed um whether it needs to be starred so you can see any emails i've received last week that i haven't gone through i've just snoozed them uh, and i'm going to be back in the office on on the 25th and then they'll, they'll just appear on that day so i can attend to them uh, and then carry them on going forward but it, it becomes a lot lot uh, nicer and easier to manage your emails and and, and doesn't feel um, as daunting uh, going forward. So it's really, really handy and useful for um, uh, your digital well-being. Yeah, Abby, I, I was just going to add to that. I mean, some people use their inbox as their to-do list and that, that's what I do with mine. Um, I mean, ours was messy on purpose just for the purpose of this this session. Um, but what one thing also that might be worth just very quickly mentioning, if I just jump back 
on. Um, if you have ever migrated across from um, from a, a different email, whether it be Outlook or something else, it is worth noting that you might have lots of folders from before which have turned into labels that you no longer need. If you go in the settings and click on labels, I mean, we're not can, the screen. Oh, is it still? It does let's try it again. Sorry, back on? Yep, we're good now. Okay, so what I wanted to say is, if you've migrated across from um, a previous email um, and you've got um, lots of folders that have now turned into labels and you no longer need them and they could be going back years, you can actually go and hide all of these in, in the settings. So if you only want three or four labels on the side rather than having the 100 that you had from before, that's worth noting. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Cool. Um, does anyone have uh, any questions? Um, if you've got any questions, feel free to uh, just jump in uh, either on the chat or or or, or chime in, uh, and um, we'll be uh, happy to uh, happy to help out. Yeah. Likewise, I'm happy to hang around. Anyone got any questions or want a rerun over anything? Um, let us know. We're happy to help. Uh, we will share the slides out um, uh, as 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 soon as uh, as soon as possible. Um, uh, Hami, um, uh, I'll leave that over to you. Um, yeah. And um, I think this has been recorded um, uh, by Rachel. So um, once Rachel's got the uh, uh, the video all processed, then um, uh, we'll either share that out or, sh or she'll be happy to share that out. Cool. Um, if there's uh, no other questions, then um, thank you uh, very much, everyone, for uh, for attending. Um, we hope you've been inspired um, a little bit to uh, start your inbox zero journey. Uh, and um, uh, it, you, you noticed our uh, our Twitter handle on on uh, on the screen there. Um, I've just posted mine in the chat, um, but feel free to. Uh, Feel free to uh, uh, to tweet us or email us, and um, we'll be happy to uh, uh, answer any questions you might have um, after the hangouts. That's um, that's it from us. So uh, uh, thanks everyone for for coming. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. I've been in uh, cleaning up my labels, so thank you so much. Thanks, Lizzie. Yeah, it really, like, okay, when I heard the title Inbox Zero, in my mind I assumed that it was something much more simple. Um, I shouldn't say, like, simplified, and I assumed incorrectly, and I now understand what all of the cheering is all about. So great job. Yeah, thank you. Well done. Thank you so much. And I, I I I agree. Um, I I'll admit fully. I I didn't see the point of inbox zero. Um, I thought why well, we're just um hiding all of our emails. Um, and you know when, when they're there in my inbox, I can just search for them anyway. But 
um, uh, I think Stephanie Howell was a big push uh, for me to get to uh, Inbox Zero. Um, uh, and um, uh, we, we are both uh, extremely competitive, so I couldn't have her, <laughs> have her celebrating Inbox Zero uh, and, and not me. So, uh, yeah, uh, I definitely went about that. And um, it, it, it's, it, it's quite interesting just how how great it feels to to just look at your work inbox and uh, you know I, i'll go back to work tomorrow and i'm not you know daunted by oh, here we go again here's what we have to uh, uh we here's what i've got to deal with i know everything i i finally for the first time feel on top of of my of, of my inbox um which i think is great and you know um, i didn't i didn't mention is um when I when I started to look at cleaning up those uh, fifteen thousand emails, the first thing I did was I searched everything older than two thousand seventeen and just deleted it because, you know, um, that's three years ago now, and I haven't really attended to those to those messages. And over the last few days, I've been looking at my own personal inbox, and I've got I've got emails going back to what two thousand and eight two thousand nine for a vacuum cleaner that I bought and I kept the receipt there because it's out of warranty just in case I needed a receipt for a warranty claim you know that vacuum is long dead in the landfill site somewhere um I don't need that email anymore and and you probably find that's you know that, that that's the case with an awful lot of our inboxes is the fact that we've got so many emails that um uh, we've kept because we think we might need it at a later date and then that later date just gets later and later and later and later and never actually comes around so um uh, it, it's it's really good as a as a spring cleaning task yes gmail gives you an automatic email I, I really like the way that you um not only explained it uh, to prioritize and to organize your inbox but you really connected the well-being to it because you know it's great to be organized and that's another stress and it's great to prioritize and that's another stress but because you layered it with um, a whole well-being um yeah it does feel good to be in control but there's so many uh easy ways to do it so i like that i like that fact that you promoted it as a well-being aspect I agree. And I, I love that it was categorized into those three sections for the presentation. I, as I was listening, I was trying to like keep on the hat of somebody who also shares this information out with staff for my district. And I could see teachers who probably uh, are not as apt to want to try this being more open to it just based on the way that you introduce the material and that it, it, made it less daunting and gave me the why so that I cared to then understand the how. And uh, I thought that that was really well done. Nice job. Thanks. Um, I was just going to say, I mean, um, when, when you've got difficult staff, if you show schedule send or, or snooze, snooze is an instant win every time. But mm -hmm. I, I leave that in the middle of the presentation. And um, at, at, at the school I work in, we have it as an optional workshop. And what you find is a few people come along and then word spreads. And, and as you said, Leslie, it's absolutely about well-being. The amount, I, I don't know what it's like in the um, down under and in the States, but the amount of emails we get on a daily basis is ridiculous. And I'm a bit OCD. I can't leave until my email's down to a minimum. Now, it, it's called Inbox Zero, but I'll, I'll probably leave with about 15 or 20 emails. If it's in my inbox, that means it's not been dealt with. 
and whether that means it's coming back through a snooze or or another means but but yeah 100 percent. because if staff know how that they can save uh, you know I, i'd say if you implement all of those features you will save at least 20 to 30 minutes a day you know you've got some people who sit there and and you know take their time moving everything and or have twenty thousand emails so you know it is absolutely about well-being Mm, absolutely. Some of my school leaders, they get 700 to 1,100 emails a day. And um, and I try and uh, encourage staff to be very precise in the first sentence and have your subject line really clear. So as your school leader or principal or diocesan leader you know, scrolls yeah. through their email inbox, they can grab it straight away. Um, so, yeah, we have to be conscious of some people like yourselves. Uh, who get over a thousand emails a day? And, um, and from that point of view, um, Abid went in and he he delivered on the filters and the labels. Um, you know, th there is a danger that you can over color code things. So I limit the color coding and only do two or three, so they really stand out when you do get fifty or sixty emails in one go. So you can prioritize them. Mm -hmm. So you know, in terms of whether it's exams or if it's a safeguarding or CP issue or something like that. Those are the ones that you think, right, let me dive in on that one straight away so you're prioritising and not missing anything. Mm. And yeah. I, I, I learned, um, I learned the uh, colour coding thing today. Um, uh, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. And uh, uh, it was it was nice to see in the chat um, just how much um, everyone seemed to have learned. I, I, you know, you, you, we take it for granted that we've probably been using Gmail for uh, personally uh, for a very long time now. But um, some of these new features that come in, you either don't come, you, don't, you either don't come across them or uh, use them in, in your personal case. And, um, uh, and it, it, it comes back to a, a change of culture. Um, uh, and it's that it's that change of culture because you know historically your email went in your inbox and and that was kind of it. After that, you either deleted it or you left it in your inbox. You know, folders and labels and filters and 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 rules and all of that stuff came along afterwards when when uh, application came about and uh, and things like that. So um, uh, th those are things that you've either learnt by chance or or you've or you've not dealt with uh, at all. So um, it's it, it's really really useful from from that sense to to just go through it yourself. I mean, I was delivering Gmail training to um, to a school about uh, four weeks ago, and um, it was only when I was going through Gmail the night before because uh, I had to deliver all of these features, thinking, "Oh, that snooze looks like a good idea." You know, I've been using Gmail for since Gmail was created, and I've never used snooze prior to that date and I thought wow, this is actually great and you know you don't realize it because when you're using Gmail and so you you've been using it every day so you're the expert in Gmail now because because of the fact that you use it you don't go in and dwell through the settings and see what all of the options are and see about all that color code you just kind of accept it for what it is and you might find a frustration that oh i wish gmail could do this but you haven't got the time or you haven't well that's right ab it's the time um and like uh, i saw a message come through where people uh you know these these ideas come across from google but to have a presentation like this where actually what we're doing in the background that's why i think most of us turned off our videos because we were scurrying around having a go at the same time and to have this 
presented so simply um, it is that whole, it, it relaxes that learning process. Um, so some of us learn differently as we know our students do, but so it's really great to see it presented um, yeah. like this in a visual way. And um, I've, I've, I've delivered this training on numerous occasions. I've been asked to deliver it in 30 minutes. It's not gone so well. Um, as in, in terms of when you've got a, a room full of 30 staff and you've got different levels of um, expertise there. Um, but I, I would say an, an hour session, it can be delivered in 30 to 40 minutes quite easily. But actually what you want to do when you're creating your filters and your labels, you actually want to give staff the time and say, right, you've got five to 10 minutes now, go and make it then because people don't have the time. So, you know, the onus is on you guys today to go away and, and then create those labels post this session. But I think if you're doing a CPD or running it, build in the time to allow people yeah. to do it. Otherwise, they'll, 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 yeah. Because teachers, when they are in an in-service, they expect that that little play time um, in between the instruction sessions. So you've you've really uh, you've really hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. So um, the, the 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 other thing um, worth noting as well is um, sometimes support staff, as in admin teams. They're, they're overlooked, the, the, the people who work in the office. And um, so it's, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it's like in, in the, your schools, but here it's really hard to get staff to buy into the CPD because it's in their own time. Whereas because admin staff and office staff don't actually have cover implications or they don't have a class, you can deliver it during the day and just say, right, two sessions, guys, you're all coming. and I mean, you, you wouldn't want to force it on anyone, but you, you can literally get everyone there over two sessions. And for them, it, it's really, really useful because they're the ones who are actually working in the background and using these emails. And that's where the templates and the things, you know, just weekly notices, bulletins, things sent out all the time. So, again, that that that's another time um, worth investing in for for admin staff, certainly. Mm. And your teacher's aides, as you mentioned, I mean, 